Welcome to another episode of our mini podcast, I Built a Company That Makes a Difference by B1. Here we talk to founders of sustainable businesses to get their takes on how and why they started their companies and the lesson that they've learned along the way. Today, I'm here with David Friedrichs, the co-founder of Circular. Circular is an innovative marketplace platform that connects, empowers, and commercializes sustainability and circularity at scale. When it comes to partner brands, Circular's commitment centers around inclusivity, ethical labor practices, and collaborating with brands that make and sell products that are clean and free from toxic ingredients. David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited to participate. I am, as a, a CEO of a, of a uh, retail marketplace and ecosystem myself, I'm super interested to hear a lot of your advice about how you've made this work and have grown it uh, from zero to where it is today. So can you start a little bit by telling us about yourself and your background? Sounds great. I mean, what a way to start. I wouldn't have woken up one day and thought, let's start circular. In fact, if someone were to say, uh, is it an easy or a difficult journey? I'd say, pick something different. Um, <laughs> it's perfect for someone who really understands the industry. And for us, it's perfect because we've been consumer brand developers and brand owners since 2001. Um, so the journey has been an accumulation of direct experiences on both the supply side and we're also the, the target consumer that we always wanted to attract. So we're also uh, the right buyers as well. And so ranging from building supplement businesses to fair trade, organic Rainforest Alliance certified coffee and selling that B2B right through to you know building a very niche and tremendously successful dermatological range in the US, um, selling into 17,000 stores, uh, 12 countries, all within two years and then selling the licenses what we came to see is there is always room for improvement but we found that our place is better to not work on a brand there are enough brand owners that are far more talented than what we are instead we want to solve the bigger problem which is helping innovative businesses not just those in the sustainable area but also anything that we define as built using innovation. It could be maybe through upcycling, recycled materials or biomaterials, bioplastics, whatever it may be. Essentially, I define better as something that gives us more value with either fewer inputs. Um, and so we created a platform that solved all the problems that we faced as brand owners. Uh, because we had sold everywhere. We sold B2B, we sold in-store, we sold to major retailers uh, on all the major conventional platforms. And along this journey, we became, I would say, frustrated and disgruntled that the what I call the, the, the highway of everything that's conventional is very seamless. Everything that's in the sustainable, innovative area is riddled with roadblocks, obstacles, detours. And so we build a platform that seamlessly connects supply and demand. Um, we've built it based on a financial model that makes sure that brands make more money on circular than on conventional platforms. And not just making money, we also ensure that they're up and running uh, in almost no time at all. So 
it's a best-in-class platform experience. And so I guess within two years, even though we still consider us in a soft launch phase, you know, we are the world's largest um, future-focused ecosystem uh, with about 600 plus, six to 800 uh, plus brands on the platform. We're growing at a rate of around 10 to 25,000 products each and every day. Um, and uh, wow, our loyalty cute. rate is incredibly high. Yeah, so, but what is, I think what's, what, what's really valuable about this is everything that we've built is native and speaks the right language to, to our community. We didn't do this just to build a quick business and see how it works. We built this to really solve the intricate problems that we faced. Um, and so we solved three things. We make it easily accessible. So access for the buyers to accept and find all the brands uh, using best-in-class search and um, you know filtering and all of these things because sustainability has traditionally been very inaccessible. Um, then we provide everything in a seamless way so that you can find the right products that match your values and identities. Um, and then price. We always make sure that we either have the best price or the same price as the brand has as well. So we eliminate the price barrier. And the third thing is we focus on working with the best brands. So a third problem based on all of our years of research associated with sustainability has been performance. There is a misconception in the market that sustainability or eco-friendly or innovative may be perceived as having a lower performance. So we dispel all of these problems. In fact, we make it accessible, affordable, and everything that we sell on Circular is maximum performance, maximum durability um, to ensure that customers love the business. Because everything that we want to do is to return value back to all sides of the ecosystem. So over the last 30 years, everyone playing in this economy has in the consumer space, but as well as in the manufacturing space, has been forced into price wars, has been forced to dilute their brand identities. And as a result, you know, people have lost out on building profitable businesses. They've been forced into reducing their prices and competing on price alone um, and not on the values or merits of their business or product. But more importantly, I think they're seeing that despite all these additional efforts, they're not actually able to make as much money, which means less innovation. And as we spoke about earlier on, with less innovation, there will also be less progress towards solving the big ticket items in today's ecosystem, which is the social problems that we that we face. You know, the the world's pollution the world's pollution is caused by the the wealthiest ten percent, not by the poorest ninety percent. Um, and likewise, on the other on the other end, we're not going to fix any of this until we've actually fixed the price problem. So sustainability does need to be accessible to the masses. So everything that we've built is really to address these issues. So coming back to the initial question, I have built this business with my co-founder, Janine, because we've been on both ends, intimately involved. We gave up our businesses in the consumer areas. We gave up our jobs in 2020 to 
just create something that is so advanced, um, but is purposely in advanced so that we make it the norm. We're commercializing sustainability at scale. Can you talk to us about, so this is a two-parter question. Can you talk to us about what the world looks like from the viewpoint, from the vantage point of an ideal brand who would work with you, the challenges that you're facing, and it might be very similar to what you already mentioned, but from the brand's point of view, since you've been on that side as well, and since a lot of our audience are brands in the sustainable space, just for a point of reference, what are they seeing day to day and why would they migrate to your platform? Um, and then the second part of that is for an ideal customer, who is your ideal shopper um, that's, that's, mm -hmm. that's frequenting your site? I think a really good starting point with that is if you look at total retail spend globally, um, it's about $30 trillion, $30 trillion US dollars um, this year. The vast majority of that, and I'm talking nearing 90%, occurs on third-party platforms, not DTC. Hold so on. Just, what me, does that mean? Let me soak in that <laughs> stat real quick. Soak, soak that set in. Every country varies. So the US is over 60%, Europe is nearing 70 but Asia is over 90%. Wow. Um, so what this means is if you're a DTC business in whatever vertical, fashion, skincare, grocery, pet food, whatever you're in, the fact is you can't do it alone. Even the big Goliath platforms, they need to align themselves with a platform. Okay. So let's just say you're, you've built a business based on, on a passion to solve a problem that is really important to you. So it could be made with natural clean ingredients. It could be certified organic. It could be free of something. It could be used with innovative materials. It could be targeting a, an identity based. It could be BIPOC, female founded. It could be gender neutral. So again, you've built this business based on a value proposition on a value set that is really important to you you know that in order to build a business you need to join a platform so then you look at you know the eight goliath platforms that we all know about and you realize everyone's telling me i need to join these platforms so before you know circular you may not even have heard of circular you go down the journey of joining one of these other platforms i don't need to mention names we all know who they are and they're actually all incredible platforms, but for conventional brands um, and for very price conscious brands. But for anything innovative, the typical lifespan of these brands on the platforms is about you know, six to eight to nine months. In addition to that, it takes multiple months to onboard these platforms. And so during your experience working with these platforms, you realize they're costly incredibly time consuming. They don't rank or prioritize the values that are important to you. Instead, they dilute them. And without having significant marketing dollars, essentially you're forced to be on really final pages. So essentially you've done all this work without the return and only to become frustrated. So you then meet Circular and Circular you're up and running in less than an hour. We prioritize the values of your business. In fact, we put them with all of our matching capabilities so that 
we're targeting the right consumers who are really interested in what you have. And there's no pre-sale. There's no pre-sale because people are in tune with what you want. And in addition to that, we amplify your values to the right consumers. So people just come based on that. Um, so what we're seeing is that you have to join a platform, but essentially you're going to join it where the, the, the values, where the money proposition, where the time proposition, so all comes down to money, resources, um, the longevity of your business matches up with the platform of your choosing. It's like finding a life partner. You know, you're going to find a life partner who amplifies your values or makes you better. That's what Circular does. So um, we're not a one-stop solution for every business. We know our market extremely well. And we're looking for businesses that are centered around being better, creating more value for their users. So now taking this another step forward, the businesses that we commonly see are scattered across new and secondhand. So Circular is we're a B2C and we've got some unique technology coming out, which is we can keep for another podcast down the line. But right now we're B2C. And we have horizontal capabilities. So we're across all consumer categories, A to Z. So let's just say a new business joins and they're a small business. They typically join us because they, they've gone through the, you know, the, the, the treadmill of being on the conventional platforms and they realize it doesn't work for them. They join Circular and they realize that they're generating more profitable business with more cost and time efficiencies than anywhere else. And it's because we've removed the friction and fragmentation on both supply and demand sides. And so these businesses, they realize I don't need a merchandiser, I don't need a marketing company, I don't need internal people to manage customer service. Circular does it all. In fact, in the US, we also collect and remit taxes for all of, that, for all of our sellers as well. So we save them money, we save them time, but we also amplify the qualities of their business. So they realize, great, it's a perfect marrying up of, of values. Now let's look at another example. Let's look at a large marketplace. So large marketplaces come to Circular as well. So we're currently onboarding, I won't mention their name just yet, but they're putting on, it's a single marketplace. They're based in the US and they're putting on 25,000 uh, booksellers. So it's a book marketplace quite a significant one. So Circular is transforming from being a marketplace, uh, a double-sided horizontal platform into being an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And the, the reason that this has evolved so quickly within a soft launch of only two years is because we've pledged to never compete with any seller on the platform. So they trust us. Number two, we amplify their values. And number three, we deliver more results with fewer inputs within a short amount of time. So I think they're the key factors. Uh, but like I said, you can have all the functionality in the world, but unless you are solving the value alignment, it will be a short-term relationship. So people usually come because they've been frustrated. People usually come to us because there is no other platform that can sync up in terms of technology. So we have an extremely powerful tech stack. But the third piece is that we are an omni-channel integration 
solution. Essentially, when a brand integrates with us, because we're pre-integrated with Shopify, WooCommerce, Magento, pretty much everyone, mm-hmm. we are always the source of truth when it comes to inventory control. So mm-hmm. when, when you sell on circular and you're selling across many other channels, there's no interaction required. We do all the legwork. So the simple thing for brands is when I'm selling on circular, I can just rely on them to be on autopilot. So we've made it seamless. So what does, just from beginning to end, a, a brand who's listening to this uh, conversation right now, it says, yeah, that's me actually. From beginning to starting uh, to move product, what does the process look like? And how do you, at Circular, decide which brands, because I'm guessing you have a, a high demand for brands that are wanting to, to appear on your platform, what would be the process from end to end? So we have a wait list of just under 3,000 brands at the moment. Um, and the majority of brands are coming from the US, UK, where we haven't even launched yet, uh, as well as across Asia Pacific. Uh, we have sellers from 23 countries at the moment. Um, the typical process is extremely seamless. And the reason why there is a waitlist is because we actually take our time to make sure that we're prioritizing the right brands in the right categories at the right time. So we don't just put everything on at, at a one time because we want brands to also perform. And we do give a dedicated service offering so that when a brand does come live on the platform, they're actually built in with optimal tagging, merchandising, collections, um, content pieces. So essentially, whatever is important to you gets amplified in the, in, in the platform. Um, and we do go through some rigorous checks um, on all sellers as well, just to make sure that we uphold you know, um, a very uh, trustworthy ecosystem for all users. So the journey is you find circular from either a brand referral from a government source. So we are a government endorsed platform in the UK. Many other governments will come on board as well. So you'll find us from some channel. And the onboarding process it takes about five minutes. You fill in a form, you'll then get in touch with us. Um, and then we really get to know your business. So you'll be in touch with our onboarding team to understand what type of business and what is your solution. Um, and so we dive into your business registration. You must be a business. At the moment, uh, individual operators cannot join but simply because we need to make sure that we can trace back um, the, the origin of the, of the products just to make sure that they are verified, genuine, and not knockoffs. Um, and, this, and the second piece is we really get to know the products that you're selling. Um, so if you're claiming sustainability in some form, whether it's through organic materials or um, some type of upcycling, we we look to see how we can find ways to confirm that. Now, not everyone needs to be a B Corp. Not everyone needs to have certifications. It's not possible. It's not realistic. So we work very closely with brands to always look for a way to find a yes because a genuine business always has something. So our goal is always to arrive at a, at a favorable um, destination. And then we bring them to life in a very orchestrated way so that there is always an introduction to their right audience. And that's why we have literally thousands of categories, tens of thousands of tags, um, very, very detailed customer segmentation to the point where 
we know exactly who, what, where will buy your product within a very short amount of time. And so we start curating marketing around that connection piece. Um, so that's the typical onboarding experience. Um, and we make it very simple. So I think the big thing that brands love about us is our onboarding integration. So as I said before, we're pre-integrated with our API with pretty much all e-com e platforms like Shopify, WooCommerce, Magento, um, Square, all of those, all of those companies. And once you're integrated, which takes about eight minutes, um, the the onboarding process is completely seamless. So whilst it may take months to join other platforms because it's very manual, very tedious. On Circular, uh, all of the relevant information comes through with our API and it's automatically syncing. So when a sale or any product interaction occurs on Circular, we're making product syncs every three seconds. To our knowledge, there is no other e-com platform our size that manages API pools every three, se three seconds. So that means inventory on Circular is always spot on. It means that you're not having to manage multiple platforms. You know, it just goes onto autopilot. But it also means that you can utilize Circular as a lot more than just a marketplace. So what we've seen it happening now is that brands that started with Circular, they were also with Shopify or any other company, is that they've gradually gone off these e-com platforms and now they're using Circular completely independently because we provide a lot of the same types of functionality. Everything from fulfillment management, printing, shipping labels, because we're pre-integrated with pretty much most shippers. We're integrated with carbon neutral shipping solutions. We're you know, integrated with carbon offsetting programs. We're integrated with tax solution, pretty much everything to make sure that it becomes an independent solution but catered towards your dedicated audience. So instead of being lost in Times Square in New York, you're standing out independently and able to shine. Wow. Okay. That's when you, okay. I want to get, that's a lot. I want to get, I have so many questions, but. It is a lot. I should have broken them up a little bit, but that, it, no, it's, it's a lot. Not. It's a lot of information and I'm going to, this is a conversation that I'm going to listen to on repeat because there are a lot of jewels in there in terms of um, building this business. Uh, I have a, a lot of questions. I'm going to say a bunch of them at once and then we can take them one at a time. But one of them is um, getting back to when you first started this, did you have the forethought right when you were building this to say, we need to spend time building out our analytical and um, e-commerce functionalities to, as you said, your tech stack is really strong. You're offering in terms of uh, integration into different shipping technologies and just basically e-commerce technologies is, is really solid. Did you have the foresight to say, this is something that we need to spend time on from the beginning? Um, or is that something that developed as you went? And so the, the, precursor or maybe actually it's a ad addendum to this question is how did you get your first customer where did you start because marketplaces two-sided marketplaces are notoriously a nightmare to build from scratch they're very capital intensive they're just a nightmare because you've got two sides to to build 
So that's a a big question. I'm going to actually mm-hmm. hold the rest of my questions until after that one because that <laughs> by itself is pretty big. Sure. Um, they are big, uh, but we didn't want to run a vertical uh, for a simple reason. It doesn't solve the consumer problem and it doesn't help the brand. So if you think about a vertical platform, you're losing 95% of the consumer airtime and spend to some other places because I'll only come to you for a small portion. And likewise, for businesses that sell on vertical platforms, what typically happens is that the, they're competing only for shoppers who are, again, only interested in that vertical. The power of a horizontal is that we capture 95% of a customer's purchases and consumer spend and airtime, which means that we can also capitalize and really boost a seller's performance with incidental sales. So that means, you know, think about your traditional journey. You go into a department store, you go into a mall planning to buy one thing, but you check out with multiple things. That is the very typical experience that we see on Circular. So it's a win for customers because it's a one-stop place to manage your returns, your payments, pretty much everything. And you get rewarded for your overall shop rather than just for a single experience. And for businesses, it means that instead of just targeting customers specifically what you're after, you're able to target consumers across a much broader area all in one place. So again, a brand will say, okay, what are the strengths for joining a, um, a horizontal platform? And I'd say, look, think about your traditional journey. When you place a Google ad or something on Meta or a social channel, if you're a shoe brand, you're going to be targeting people looking for shoes. You're not going to be targeting people looking for hair care products who may incidentally interested in buying a pair of shoes so automatically your pool of aligned shoppers becomes very narrow but then you're also competing with much bigger players that have much bigger budgets and so what happens is and this is what we saw over the last 12 to 18 months especially in the investor community is that dtc brands just burn through capital trying to you know compete you know, with customer acquisition. The difference on Circular is that you don't need to burn through capital to acquire customers. It's because when you enter the platform, our algorithms will showcase your products to the right audience in the right locations, interested in your categories, um, as well as others, focusing on a budget, focusing on location, focusing on different factors. So you'll find that the sales you make on Circular are significantly more cost and time efficient, significantly. And so we've got, you know, ad programs that we're launching next year where we will pretty much do all of these activities for businesses. But right now, our own engine of marketing is extremely powerful. So I think that's a a very important thing for a business. Um, I sort of forgot about your other question. So uh, you may want to prompt me again as I I got caught up with this one, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure. I mean, one, just from just from an entrepreneur's point of view, did you know that you wanted to build all of this from jump? And oh, then- that's it. Yeah. 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 Got it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Without sounding arrogant, it's I knew that we had to get 
the seamlessness done before we did anything. Because every brand that will use us has either been through the conventional cycle and has been disgruntled, or they are already in that process. And we wanted to demonstrate that there is something that is significantly better available today. Every major platform that you can think of that you're probably buying from today, they're extremely antiquated. Ours gets you up and running in less than an hour, and we can bring on products faster and quicker than any other platform that we're aware of, with far more accuracy as well. Um, so we knew that that had to be perfect. Um, the next part is we knew that we had to own and control every interaction on the platform. So what that means is everything from payments, to inventory, to shipping, to uh, merchandising, customer service, we knew that we couldn't outsource it. So we built our own payment gateway, we built our own API credentials, we built our own um, tech stack so that essentially we didn't need to rely on someone outside of our organization to manage your experience as a customer or the experience of a seller. And so we had to build those infrastructure pieces in. It's, it's a big machine. And that's why it took us you know, a solid three years to build and we utilized every single cent that we had as well to put into it. Um, now, the next thing is, like I said before, you can have the most incredible platform, but unless the execution and deployment is there, you're, you're not putting anything to work. And so, you know, finding our first seller was we thought would be very difficult. Um, but, you know, we started with two sellers and that could then grew to three. And, you know, by the end of the year one, I think we had about 300 sellers. Today, we've got over 600, probably close to 800. Um, and we're actually slowing this down a little bit until our um, real public launch phase next year, which is when we'll probably get into the, you know, to the low thousands and then build up from there. Um, but the, the absolute secret source in all this isn't the tech stack. It isn't what you can pay for. It's actually the repetitive daily improvements and processes and fixing problems that makes a difference. So our platform is being improved multiple times per day. Our APIs are being worked on multiple times per day. Our policies, our processes, our training are being updated and improved every single day. So it's doing a lot of things repeti repetitively that make the difference. And it's because we get and we encourage, I should say that carefully, because as soon as I say I encourage feedback, we get a lot of feedback. But as soon as we, we do welcome feedback across both ends, and we, we do try to implement as much of it as possible. Um, as much that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you gradually build something that makes people happy. And that's really what it's about. We want to make people happy. Sustainability is a byproduct. You know, it's a belief system. It's like religion. You know, you can't compel someone to believe in sustainability. And so Circular has created a platform that allows you to be you. We don't force anything down people's throats. We're not here to politicize. We're not here to convert. We're not here to train, educate. What we are, we're offering a menu option 
so that everyone finds their slice of better. That's what it's all about. So you mentioned you started with one seller, then two, then three, then by the end of year one, you had a hundred. How did you get that first seller? And where did you focus? Of course, if you've got a seller, you need a, a community of buyers, like again, a two-sided platform. Where at the very, very beginning, where did you say, all right, we need to focus here or we need this to be able to attract that? Or because it's a, of course, it's the mm. classic chicken and egg that every entrepreneur talks about. And I'm even, you know, I hear that phrase ad nauseum as, as all of us do. Where did you guys start? So the most important thing in any business, but especially in a marketplace and even more so in a double-sided platform is supply. So the demand side, so the customers will come when you offer enough value and the value proposition for a double-sided marketplace is enough valuable supply so that when you go to circular or any platform, you're able to fill a basket of goods for any price and any occasion. So we knew that we had to put every effort into filling categories with enough product, enough options to cater to the different target populations uh, we believed, but we weren't verified at that stage in terms of we didn't know really who our target customers were. Um, and so we filled the basket of goods. And so we went after sellers primarily in uh, California because we know that's a very sustainable ecosystem. It's also where Circular is based. And then we gradually built it out to New York and other coastal cities, the major metropolitan cities. And we then started seeing that brands loved it and that gradually they were even promoting their sales on Circular, obviously over and above other platforms, but even over above their own site. And they were doing that because they found that the AOV was higher on circular than what it was on their own side. And so because people traditionally trust what seems to be on the outside, a bigger organization than just the brand. And so we started seeing that it became quite an organically growing snowball that went from, you know, one, three, five, ten. So we went from a team of two, just the co-founders, you know, me included, doing absolutely everything, plus our dev team to where we are today, we've got you know, a 20 person team. Um, and we have enough work probably for at least 150 people. Um, so, but to answer your question, it's again, it's doing a lot of things right. It's really understanding what type of products does this customer want? You know, what can fill a basket of goods? And so we actually started category by category. So we started off in the fashion category we then built it out to further within the apparel. And then we went into um, homewares. Uh, so all the major categories to the point now where we have even electric motorbikes on our site. Um, you know, we will sell electric cars on our site. Um, so, you know, we're branching out into things so that whatever is interesting to someone, we will have it. And we're gonna make it easily accessible. If you have an identity affiliation of whatever it is, it's going to be normal on circular. It's not going to be a dedicated search. You will find right. everything to make sure that you, that your family member, your friend, whatever it is, everything's normalized. 
And that's what Circle is about. And what was that first pitch like? I know a lot of our um, folks listening and the folks that we talk to, they're thinking, okay, getting that first customer. You said for you, it was actually not as painful as you thought it was. What was that first pitch to the first merchants to say, look, join this thing that we're we're building that we will build out? Um, what, and, and how was it? How did you find it? And how was it not as painful as you imagined it to be? We, I think it was the most exciting time. And sellers remain the absolute core of our business, and they always will be, because we see Circular as a single entity with the impact of many. And so we are extremely close with all of our brands. Um, up until about 300, I had met the founders of every business on our platform every single one. I don't anymore, um, which is a shame. And I actually do miss that. But the very first calls that we had were all by Zoom, Google Meets, because when we did our first soft launch, it was in the midst of COVID. And so everyone was tucked away at home doing their thing. So I think we, we were gifted with the luxury of timing. And I can't say that for all of my businesses, because sometimes we were either way too early or a little bit too late. But with Circular, we were, we were spot on. And so when we launched, we knew that brands not only needed a solution, they were desperately needing a solution because, you know, they couldn't operate their shops anymore if they relied on in-store. Um, and they needed a multi-channel, uh, you know, opportunity to sell their products. So I think we launched at a time where there was a, an urgency. And so I think we had the luxury of getting a lot of brands on that way. So because of that, we got the early traction. And still to this day, I still believe that we've got about a two-year advantage. Um, three, if you include the build. But the brands that are now coming, because COVID is something of the past, what they're now looking forward to do is actually move away from just in-store, just Amazon, just any other platform. And they're seeing Circular as, as an actual partner that can amplify their business, not just for sales, but empowering their business. So I'm talking about everything from logistics. So for example, although it's in very early days, we're launching our own inventory supply chain, which is called FBC Zero. So fulfillment by Circular Zero Impact. Um, so with 76 fulfillment centers being offered to us at the moment, we don't own them and we're not in the business of owning fulfillment centers. Um, brands will have the opportunity to put their product into an FBC hub, but with no minimums, no minimum movement requirements, none of the nasties um, and have their orders shipped 100% plastic free. So we're now offering a solution that every brand wants and needs but they're either too small to do it themselves or they found it too expensive. And also for very, very large businesses, we're always less expensive, but we also align with the values. So we offer first and last mile delivery options that match the values of their product as well as the customers. Um, and then we're branching out into other areas like collaborations with uh, credit cards like Visa, so they're running promotions for us. And so the, the company is now evolving to a point where we know a lot about who our customers are, what they're interested in. And we're now really curating shopping experiences 
based on content brand connection, not just a purchase. And I think that's what's really important. So brands are seeing us now as, as a partner in building their brand, not as a sales channel. Oh, that's amazing. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, really the dream in a lot of cases, especially for nascent uh, brands who have a commitment to sustainability. And again, before we started, you and I talked a little bit about um, sustainability as a word and what it means. And I know you guys are, are global. Um, what exactly sustainability means in a bunch of different contexts. And, you know, as on one side, marketing, it's a nightmare to have a term that you're so closely associated with that has so many different meanings. That can be a nightmare. On mm. the other hand, it can be fantastic opportunity uh, globally. Can you just to just to close a little bit, can you talk to us about that experience and expanding globally and just a teaser what you found in different cultures and how circular has responded or is responding um, to all of the different ways of looking at what making impact means or what sustainability means or what longevity means. You know, I don't think anyone really has a single definition for what sustainability means. You know, when we, before we started circular, I'll take you on a very short journey, but before we started circular, we, again, circular as our business is a spin on the circular economy, but we actually called it circular, not because of the sustainable economy. We called it circular because we wanted to have a positive impact on every person that drives the overall journey that gets a product from its manufacturing source right through the customer and potentially even resale. We wanted to give value back to every single stakeholder. So from manufacturers to supply chain, to shipping, to marketing, to brands. And we wanted to have a full circle solution that gave value back because I think businesses have lost so much value. Consumers have lost so much value. I mean, if you look at products now and five years ago, things have become smaller, things have become diluted, things have become generic. And so even though we're paying more, the value prop that we're receiving as customers isn't there anymore. Whether it's the airline industry, whether it's a product, whether it's a shoe, we're paying more to get less. Our model at Circular is actually to help brands recoup the capital so that they're able to re-innovate. And brands are so eager to innovate. Manufacturers want to innovate. And so we've structured our financial model in a way that inspires innovation and doesn't put brands into price wars. So I think looking at all this, I think where we're going to now is a, is a whole new area of sustainability where we define sustainability very uniquely based on three parameters. One is people and communities. The second pillar is animals and wildlife. And the third pillar is what we would call as the, as the planet. The, the environmental aspects. Um, but as I, as I was mentioning to you before, the problems that we're actually solving, number one, we want to make it accessible to people everywhere. And we want to reduce the price stigma associated with sustainable products that it's always more expensive. And the third piece is performance. We're proving that sustainable products are either of equal or better quality and durability. 
So we break it down into those three pillars, people and communities, animals and wildlife, et cetera, because your, your interest when it comes to sustainability is definitely something different to mine. If you ask someone in Singapore, they will have a different interest. If you ask someone in the US, they'll have something different. Um, a person may be vegan. Another person may love red meat, but chooses to support local economies. It, and so we're not here to judge. We're here to serve. And we're here to serve in a practical way that makes sense. So for example, right now I'm in Hong Kong, we're launching circular.hk and sustainability in China and Hong Kong and Singapore does not mean the same as what it means in the UK or the US. Sustainability here means prosperity. It means better quality. It means longevity. Essentially, sustainability is tying a, a link between money, you know, income status with the products that someone buys. And the thing is, we have an opportunity here to fill that quality and trust gap. Uh, in the US, it's we're very much falling into the area of uh, future-focused commerce, um, not just sustainability, because, again, the consumers who shop on Amazon and JD, whether it's in Asia or these conventional platforms, the majority of these consumers are middle-aged men looking for price-centric products. Um, circular's consumer base, it's over 72% women, mostly millennials. If you break it down, millennial mums and now Gen Zs. So we cater to, to women. And that appeals to us because women also control household spend. We know that women are also interested in buying products that are vastly different. Now, obviously, people will still buy products based on price. But what Circular offers is the lowest price, as well as shopping based on your values and your identity and based on whatever is important to you. So sustainability, we curate based on different messaging, but ultimately you're in control of what you want. So if you go to our homepage, you can search by things that are valuable to you. And we've got thousands more coming. So if you're into streetwear that is made with organic materials, you'll find it in no time. If you're after beautiful eyewear that is made with upcycled plastics, boom, you've got it. If you're after snack foods that is, you know, good for your weight as well as healthy and um, actually is made with upcycled ingredients, boom, you'll find it. Likewise, if you're in Asia, if you're looking for the best quality brands like Vasia sneakers, well, look, you'll find them on Circular before anywhere else. So you can buy everything from new and secondhand, everything from luxury secondhand right down to your inexpensive Patagonia. So I, I love this conversation. As I said, this is going to be on repeat and I'm already, I think this, there's going to be a part two uh, sometime uh, in the first half of next year, because you guys are moving and doing things so quickly. Uh, I know you'll have a, another update, a launch, an announcement, something going on really soon. So I'm already, I think this needs to be a part two for sure. In the meantime, could you plug for everybody where can we find you on socials, the URL, et cetera, circular is spelled uniquely. Tell us and everybody listening, where can we find circular? So circular, we've got circular.com and we've now also got circular.hk. 
circular.com is very much US centric, but um, we also have a ton of UK brands as well as brands from Spain uh, and the Nordics. Uh, and we absolutely love our audience base in Europe as well, but we will be launching circular.uk next year. Circular.hk is our gateway to Asia um, and it's 100% local. One thing I didn't say before is that one of our unfair advantages is that wherever we do business, we operate locally. We're not just a US company setting up a website. Circular.hk, we have our local team. We work with local partners, local shipping partners, local businesses and brands, as well as international. So we will never have a message, this seller doesn't ship to your location. Everything does. So everything is localized because we can see the world is becoming deglobalized. So Circular is spelled C-E-R-Q-U-L-A-R, um, should be embedded in everyone's brains. But in terms of me, you can hook me up on LinkedIn. Otherwise, I'm not really on social very much. Um, I'm usually quite a private person, but I love LinkedIn. I think it's a great networking community. Awesome. David, a huge thank you for talking about Circular, building it, especially a lot of good insights around the ICP. So thank you very, very much uh, for, for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you everyone in the audience and see you on B1.